This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. How's it going? Let me see if I can see you. Oh, there you are. good. Do you see me? Yeah. I have a little headphone problem over here, but I'm going to power through. I'll be fine. Donna knows I've been looking for headphones, brand new headphones to get all of that, trying the in-ear thing so I don't have to wear stuff over my head. Because and so hair? far, it's not going great. Not going great. All right, let me tell you this. What do you got? I blame you for this. Now, oh. wait a minute. Hang on. I thought, what about, don't we, we I, I know we just talked about the queen. Shouldn't we be talking about the queen? Oh, we didn't yeah. need to get into this. I don't want to, uh, I don't well, want to we'll go talk about the queen. She's still dead. Okay. <laughs> well. Here. Sorry. So you okay? So obviously we've got Donna in a in a mood here this morning. Um, you're holding up a sign that says has some tape on it as though it was just fastened somewhere everywhere, and it says multiple copies. Really? Yeah, they're all yeah, over. They're all over the. It office. says, "I'm Donna Valentine. I steal things." Now it has a beautiful picture of you. What a wonderful animated representation of you you have a bandit mask on like a teenage mutant ninja turtle almost but a bandit is what they're going for and um i guess we should explain for those who may not have joined us yesterday Hmm. as we were walking to go get i think we needed to go get some medicine i was looking for like ibuprofen yesterday Mm -hmm. so we're what we walked to one end of the hall no it's not there anymore they're redoing it all let's go down to sales so two times we've now passed the mailbox, the employee mailbox, the mail slots. And Donna suddenly has a blue lint chocolate or Lindor chocolate, one of those little chocolate balls that come individually wrapped. You know the one I'm mm-hmm. talking about yeah, because Swiss they're amazing. Chocolate. Yeah. And, uh, oh, is it Swiss? Is that why it's so good? I believe so. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to bring you guys some. So she suddenly has it. Thanks. Donna, I don't know if you were here for this yesterday. Donna then suddenly has it, and I said, oh, where did you get that chocolate? And she said, oh, I saw it in someone's mailbox, so I just took it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that seems aggressive. I said, whose mailbox? She mm-hmm. said, uh, I don't know, I think like Carissa's. So then it dawns, I, I immediately become uh, entranced by this chocolate. I love this chocolate. Yeah, I know. So I then, an accessory to the crime, say, well, let's find a plastic knife and split that sucker in half and eat it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again, Donna, the mob boss, okay. and me, who am I, Al Pacino? I haven't seen all the Godfathers. But can I say this? Please. I always had the intention to replace said yes. chocolate. Right. I never be... was just going to take it. I yeah. was going to go to the store on my way home. Now, imagine, imagine a car thief saying to the judge, oh my it was God. always my intention mm. to replace this Toyota Corolla with right, another Toyota that's Corolla. Fine. I mean, you're a juror. So what happens is, Stevie Boy, Pastor Patterson, Steve Pruderson, 
immediately we come back on the air the next segment and donna's like hey everybody here's some music news and i was like we have to make a confession and i'm a snitch i'm a narc yeah i immediately told everyone what happened we realized that carissa was carissa from ks95 mm-hmm. <laughs> and i think i saw her yesterday everyone too. who came you saw her yeah i think before she realized Oh, what had happened? Well, yeah, this will change the context of your hallway meetups moving forward. Don, I told everyone who would listen. I know Tom Raycamp, building services manager, came <laughs> in because Donna tried to replace it. Don, she put a Frito Lay's chili was, cheese. She came into the office while I was working on something, and she opened the drawer. She's like, "Sorry, I need to." Oh, should I use this to replace chocolate? I go, "Absolutely not." She Especially up, chili cheese. I know. It's like it, nobody wants that one. She got the chili cheese Fritos in there. She put in Cheetos. And at one point, verbally processed through as she was applying her own, she said, what if I left her some of my psoriasis cream? <laughs> you know, because it's prescription. It's expensive. So total dollar value. I understood what she was doing there. But uh, we had our building services manager even came up at one point and said, held up the chili cheese Fritos and the Cheetos and said, this is bull dookie. That's not an even trade for one of those precious Lindor Lint Circle Ball chocolates. So now, Donna, you come in this morning. Where did you find the sign that says, well, I'm Donna Valentine, I steal Everywhere. Things. In front of <laughs> really? Carissa's mailbox. Two in the studio. One in the cube farm. No. Yeah, everywhere. And I blame you. Because that's, that's damaging. I what saw about, isn't it B. Arthur's handwriting? Absolutely. I don't think so. Do you know who did that? Hutch. Oh. There is incriminating evidence of Hutch from a station that we will not give free promotion to. (laughs) Yeah, that we just said it a couple of times. Whatever. Hutch took a picture inside of, I believe, the women's restroom. Have you gone to the women's restroom here yet? Oh, my gosh, yes. I I mean, no, I I haven't, but I just got a text from someone. And I think there's one in the... Have you been into the women's room yet today, Donna? Nope. And I haven't, which is sad. Oh, my gosh, Don. Yeah, I know. It's... You probably have a bladder infection now. Anyway, yeah. you go in there. That was where I saw one, but I thought that was just one so that Donna would see it at some time this morning. I did not anticipate... First of all, I had nothing to do with this. I didn't anticipate that these would be plastered everywhere. Now, as Amy Daniels, B. Arthur as it were, said yesterday that you were the you were the mastermind of the crime. I am guilty as well. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to serve a sentence at some point. You seem to be looking at me as though I am Wait, this could have been handled off the air is all I'm saying, privately. <laughs> this could have been handled privately. Now, I've got a scarlet letter on my back <laughs> because of you. Jason Matheson is calling me the Hamburglar. <gasps> They heard about it? We played Hamburger yes! commercials this morning. I mean, we came in and there were all these signs and Alexis said, what is this? And I laughed a lot oh, no. and said, Donna stole chocolate. <laughs> she stole so it. we talked about it in the 6 a.m. And then the rest of the show, Jason pulled up different Hamburger <laughs> old commercials. Now, listen, Donna, you know I love you and you are my dear friend. That being said, what I saw you do yesterday was so brazen and not in your character. And so out of character, which actually could make the ju- the jury might be a little easier on you or the judge when it comes to sentencing. You're but right. what I saw you do yesterday, I was gobsmacked when she said, oh, yeah, it was in somebody's mailbox. And I took it. And I thought, oh, this is Jersey Donna coming out. <laughs> 
You're right. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Are there any signs up in the calf? Probably not. I, not I don't know. Here. I'm not going to go. No, no, there's not. Anyway, thank oh, you for that. Uh, now Fine. she's really sad. By the way, if at any point you have stolen um, something from a coworker or had something stolen, you can email us this morning. And I have had something stolen from me before, and it caused a huge, huge, <laughs> huge yes. fight. They who must not be named. Correct. Oh, I really so like to you know think, about this. My headphones are gone all the time. Mine too. My headphones are gone all the time. And they that, end up in Scornor Studios, <gasps> with my name emblazoned across the top. Yep. What same. is happening? If it makes you feel any better, you just said Score North. I went and saw an employee from Score North uh, yesterday, and I said, I just need to tell you that two days ago, I yelled, suck at Score North on our airwaves. <laughs> yes. And he said, now, why would you do that? <laughs> and I explained, so I told on myself yesterday. We're all turning on one another. What's happening? It's preparation for Project Down and Dirty. We're all preparing <laughs> yes. for infighting, backstabbing, rumor starting. Exactly. All right, we don't have time, but... Do you want to talk about the Queen when we come Let's, back? Yes, we had our own uh, situation to deal with here. Let's talk about the Queen. She, of course, passed away yesterday at age 96. So we'll give you some of the, the details. What we um, know, what's to come. Succession lines, all of that kind yes. of stuff. Uh, the big story that everybody is talking about. We will dig into the life of the Queen when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Oh, so sad. Queen Elizabeth's passing at the age of 96. Uh, This happened yesterday, as we all know by now, I'm sure. Um, 96 years old. Wow. I have a a fascinating stat that I read this morning about the Queen and how long her reign was. You know, I like doing these things, Donna, where I say like, okay, 20, 20 years ago, I graduated from college, which means 20 years before that. I was two, or, you know, or then 20 years from now, mm-hmm. I'll be 58, all this sort of weird stuff. So here's what I have. Um, let's see. She, oh gosh, where did this just go? Stand by, hang, hang on, everybody. And then, while you're looking for that. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh I, okay. Okay. Wait, no, you go. Son of a... Um, no, did you see the story that she owned a house in Minneapolis? What? No. Yes, <laughs> on Cedar Lake. Um, she may not have even known that it existed, but apparently when the house was sold, the name on the, um, the deed was Queen Elizabeth. Really? Yep. Five bedrooms, four baths. I put a link, uh, on the right side of the, um, of our show outline there. If you want to link it up, Steve. Happily. Um, yeah. So the name on the deed, uh, from 1949, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. Wow. Yeah. There's pictures of the house. There's, um, the lake. Um, Wow. That's very interesting. Yeah. I don't think she's ever been there, but how could, I don't know. I do not know. That's really It was sold to a private buyer in 2015 for 1.65 million. Mm Mm-hmm. Wonder how much was added to that price just by saying, you know, the prior owner right. on the deed was Queen Elizabeth II. Very interesting. I know. I know. So we'll just, you could read about it. Um, Steve will link it up for you. Thank you. Okay, so now I've got that statistic that I just found mind-blowing okay. regarding the length of her tenure. This from the Morning Brew newsletter. Uh, they say, when Elizabeth ascended the throne... The UK's Prime Minister was Winston Churchill, 
who was born in 1874. The Prime Minister at the time of her death, Liz Truss, was born 101 years later oh, wow. than Winston Churchill in 1975. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And she went through, oh, gosh, what was it? Uh, how many different prime ministers? 15, was it, I think. 15. Was it 14 uh, presidencies that she went through as well? Wow. Yeah. I mean, really, really remarkable. Just the, the tenure of it. And then to find out that um, it was her call, it was the Queen's call, that her coronation be televised back in 1953. Wow. She was the one who, who made that call. It was seen by some 277 million people around the world. Wow. Some credit that with making TV a mainstream medium. Because it was 53. You know, wow. it was sort of fledgling television was at that point. Right. And she was, what, 26 years old? Yes. Yeah, right. About that. So, Wow. I was saying this morning, think of a 26-year-old that you know right now. I, I can think of They're so immature. Okay. The ones I'm thinking of, not yes. all of them. Not, the, not those of you listening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what their address would be like, okay, so like England, like wow, like, right? oh my God, my anxiety is off the charts, I can't. <laughs> okay. The Queen has released a statement today, just three words. I can't even. <laughs> we love twenty-six-year-olds. What do we do? But yes, the uh, to the to to your point, any twenty-six-year-old having shouldering that kind of responsibility. Not to mention her being a female back in the early nineteen fifties yes. when the world looked a touch different for females, even queens. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, just really, really. Remarkable. Here's a a couple of other things, uh, changes to come. Okay, so now, uh, in addition to King Charles III Mm -hmm. taking over the throne. Which immediately happens, right? I mean, that's just when she passed, he is king. He's the king consort. Yes. So the UK is going to have to change things like its national anthem. God save the king. Oh, sure. Um, And, you know, all the pronouns in there. And then they're going to have to print new money with the king's face. Um, wow. And that's going to take probably a couple of years. Flags across the country that feature the Queen's cipher are going to have to be changed to the King's cipher. Sure. Um, also, his wife, Camilla Parker Bowles, is now Queen Consort. Prince William and Kate Middleton, who were the Duke and Duchess of when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Cambridge are now the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall and Cambridge. And, mm. um, yeah, it's just... And H- Harry and Meghan are 
still the Harry and Meghan. They're just Harry and Meghan. <laughs> they're, they're not the Duke and Duchess of Sussex anymore. Right. I was looking at different flow are, charts. You different... could call them His Royal Majesty and Her Royal Majesty. Oh, I thought that's right. all that was removed from them was that title. They keep it, but they can't use it. Okay. Oh. Which was like, why even? Okay, so you're privately known as that? Right. They can't use I... it on any material, maybe just within the household if they go back. They can be addressed that way. Okay. Interesting. There was also a double rainbow an hour before the Queen's death was announced. Like right a, over like Buckingham a... Palace, yeah. Full, not it was a double, which was great. But the sometimes rainbows are half rainbows; they're like lowercase rainbows. Yeah. This was a full side to side rainbow, really, Amazing. really beautiful. Yeah, that was something. I, I think back to the crown. First of all, I know that the royal family um, has had their own feelings about the crown. I will say this though: what I think the crown has done is engage the the emotion of many more Americans mm-hmm. during the Queen's passing than perhaps would have happened otherwise, right? You you feel like you know the story. I feel like I came to know Queen Elizabeth's story in season one of The Crown. And I think back to when she ascended the throne after her father passed. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking of Prince Charles, now King Charles. The, the odd, unavoidable, you know, sort of combination of all of those yeah. feelings. Someone passes... And someone takes the throne. Just sort of interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, mixture of emotions for sure. Exactly, exactly. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, ooh, interesting story about Angelina Jolie. It's juicy. I'll Barlow's five eyewitness news forecast for today. Much cooler with temperatures near 74 this morning, then dropping to near 60 by 3 p.m. Showers with a possible thunderstorm, a high of 74. That's brought to you this hour by Learning RX. Okay. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Wow, this story. Okay, so Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt going through a tough time fighting over property, I believe, custody of their kids who are growing up very quickly. Um, Now I see this story. There's a, okay, so there's a new book out. Uh, and it is by the co-founder of Rolling Stone. Is it is it Jan Wenner? Hmm. Am I saying that right? Anybody? It's J A N N. Yeah, it Wenner. feels like the right choice is Jan yeah. there. Yeah. So, okay. So back in two thousand five, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were photographed together in Africa, while Brad was still married to Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Okay. Well. The photographer only got that picture because he received a tip from Angelina Jolie herself. That is what this author, this co-founder of Rolling Stone, is saying in his upcoming memoir, Like a Rolling Stone. He also owned Us Weekly at the time, and it was one of his guys who received the tip. At the time, there were rumors, but there was no actual evidence that Brad and Angie were hooking up. But uh, Wenner says, that's the guy's name, the photographer was told where they would be staying, where they were taking their daily walk, and even a suggestion where they could be secretly photographed. He said, we got the photo, we got the proof, we had the worldwide scoop, the debut of Brangelina, 
and the tipster was Angelina. Wow. Isn't that insane? Like, um, everyone thinks, like, she's the good guy in this whole thing. I mean... And I kind of hated that they made her out to be the bad guy in an affair that right. he was participating Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Like, you know, she's the evil girl that took away, you know, right. Prince Charming from poor Jennifer Aniston. And that's the narrative that's always been. But right. he's yeah. just as responsible. Absolutely. 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 Oh my that's gosh. it. You know, listen, when I hear about stories like this and Kalina Bradley, they're talking about publicationships and all of that stuff. Maybe it's just the Midwest in me, but oh, it just makes me think, dear Lord, if ever I was in a position where I felt like I needed to tip off a tabloid to let them know where Lou and I were going to be so that they could get pictures of us coming out of some place or whatever. And I know, I get it. Like she did that. It's going to boost their, they'll now be on the cover of every tablet. Like I'm going back in time to when this happened. Mm-hmm. They're going to get all sorts of free publicity. You tip one photographer off and they confirm the story. And now you get free publicity in every grocery store checkout aisle in America. I understand. I just hate the idea mm-hmm. of having to do that. It mm. just seems like. It just seems like too much Why drama, too much that? attention. Yeah. Well, I th- well, I think she would want it for for star power. Because like I said, then every time you're at a grocery store for the next six months, if Brangelina's the hot new story back in the early 2000s, then it's everywhere. And they don't have to, they're just publicized. They are top of mind and top of conversation for so many people. But it certainly comes at the expense of your privacy Hmm. and reputation i wouldn't want that reputation yeah oh yeah you're right because it's coming right out of the heels of you know the mr and mrs smith right 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 yeah i see you um okay so he spills on a lot of celebrities everyone from tom cruise to paul simon to arnold schwarzenegger bruce springsteen uh, i mean david geffen Bette Midler. Oh, this sounds like a, a juicy, a, doesn't a juicy it? read. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Bob Dylan, even. Wow. All right. So uh, <laughs> again, it's called "Like a Rolling Stone" by Jan Wenner. Is it out now or coming out? I don't know. I'm sorry, I asked. It's got to be a coming out situation, right? Because they're they're dumping yeah. these juicy morsels. Is yeah. exactly what they do. Let's see. Uh, well. Coming out in a few days, the 13th. Okay, probably on Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay right. there you go. Book club. Are hey. we bringing back book club? Hey, Steve, oh, yeah. I read The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Oh, yeah, that's oh. right. And? I loved it. Beautiful love I story, I huh? I did love it, yeah. Yeah, uh, that that I read that a, a number of months ago, and it was a really well-told, emotional, tragic love story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tattooist of Auschwitz, which is great. Um Oh, goodness, there was a book that I just looked at the other... Oh, oh, you know what I was thinking of getting? The Office Ladies, uh, Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher, their book. They, of course, have a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I've read some reviews. The reviews are great of the book. But some people say, if you've listened to all of their podcast episodes, there's not going to be a ton of new information here. Oh, got it. Uh, But if you're an Office fan, a fan of The Office, and you like behind-the-scenes stuff and haven't really listened to their podcast, you might like The Office Ladies. Um Oh. Our um our film one of our filmmakers, Kristen, worked yeah. on the first season of The Office. What? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, like who, who, who is she working for? She, she was uh, working in like production, accounting, something I mean, like who, that. What team is she on? She's on my team, Ours, our team. Your She's team? on the Don C yeah. team. We got a real Hollywood heavy hitter. Oh my god! Who are you dealing with? Some local yokels? Oh, hey. he's an amazing guy, Adrian Wilson. What season of The Office did he work? Yeah, on? which one? Or maybe or did he say I don't know. Is it the British uh, Office? He. He named a studio after his son, and he made an amazing documentary about the George George Floyd oh tragedy amazing. to document across the nation wow. what was happening, so that his son would know about it. And it's called For Bryson. Oh wow! Wow! So, okay, that sounds well, great. Now maybe we shouldn't have led by bragging about the production accounting manager on season one of The Office. <laughs> Sorry, we brought it up, yeah. Don. Never Sorry, mind. Never mind. I have a bone to pick. Okay. With Italy. The entire country? Why not? All right. That's where Dawn's headed. Yeah, I'm going there. We'll start with Venice is really Venice is in my in my purview. It's They're who I'm taking aim on. The Venice Film Festival. And here's why. And we've talked about this before, but I think we've now jumped the shark. I think that we need to ban standing ovations at film festivals. I will agree with you. It's stupid. Let, let me read you this headline mm-hmm. from Variety today. Every day they're upping the minutes of someone standing ovation. This is the longest I've heard of. Anna de Armas breaks down in tears as her movie about Marilyn Monroe, Blonde, stuns with 14-minute standing ovation mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Venice. Here's what I would just suggest to our listeners this morning. (laughs) Tell me what event in your life, event, any life experience that you've had, (laughs) do you think would, from you, merit a 14-minute standing ovation? Tell me the last time you've clapped without breaking for more than 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the curtain call at a theater thing, and you're like, okay, boy, my hands are starting to hurt. I, I, I bet Blonde will be great. I know a lot of people will watch it. I'm not saying that it did not deserve people's appreciation. But a, here's what I think is happening at these film festivals. As, as with many standing ovations, it's a social experiment and peer pressure. Yeah. One person stands up. What are you going to be hard-nosed and stay seated the whole time? You're not going to be a jerk. You're going to stand up. And something must be in the air there. And I'm sure it has to do with the stars being present. And then if the stars get emotional, it revs you up. You see a tear come down Anna de Armas' like face, and you're like, I got another right in 60 seconds in me now. She was probably crying because she wanted it to end. That's why I would be crying. I would be like, this social anxiety I'm having right now where I'm caught in this situation that is never ending and all the attention is on me, I'd be like, I'm having a panic attack. Yeah, I wouldn't like that either. 14 like, minutes. think about just to give you an idea, all of our talk segments are under 12 yes. minutes, right? They're under. When 11, we play the Millennial X Games, which is a very long game, Wednesdays at 1130, when we play that, it is about three minutes shorter than the standing ovation. <laughs> just imagine if during this whole segment. No. Maybe. And by the way, we're only eight it. minutes in. We're, we're like halfway home, this segment, of people clapping. And again, I bet it's great. I'm just saying, and I do not mean this in a disrespectful way, I want good, positive things for Anna Darmus and her life, and I know that the whole crew worked hard. 
Is this it a didn't culture? deserve a 14-minute standing ovation, did it? Is it a cultural thing? Well, at the Cannes Film Festival, they, they say that, like, we had all of those headlines about how long the standing ovations were. <laughs> and then they're like, guys, calm down. Everybody, even if the film gets sucks, gets at least five minutes. I at least five. Even if it's a bad film, it's just the appreciation of the film work in general. All the crew. You know what this reminds me of? You know, isn't it in Japan? If you don't slurp your soup, it's an insult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you don't stand up and give at least a couple minute standing O, very insulting. Wow. That's funny. I've just never heard of one that long. Me either. 14 minutes. It's kind of like, you know, when the when an early judge on a competition show gives someone a 10 right out of the gates. And then you're like, well, if you gave that person a 10 on Dancing with the right, Stars, right. now anyone else, uh, now like the real, you almost diminish the real 10. It's just I can't think of events in my life that I would feel so moved by. If the queen rose from the dead today, I would clap for 14 minutes. I'd do four or five. Yeah. I'm with you, Steve. 14 Jeez. minutes of almost any unbroken activity, clapping no less, is a lot. <laughs> Um, now, I do need All to go right. to the email bag, if okay, we may. I'm to drop something. I'm so, no, here, mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Okay, there you go. Um, let's see here. Uh, the, regarding the queen, actually, uh, we had Sarah say, change the money. What a waste of money. Don't we right? still have old dead presidents on our money? Goodness. Okay. Love the show. Some That's of that from money Sarah. when I'm in Ireland. Yeah, get it while you can. I'm oh, not, yeah. I mean, they're not going to put the Queen stuff out of circulation, or maybe eventually no, they are. Is that the plan? I don't know. I don't know it's been it 70 years, guys. We don't know. Um, this from Dell. Donna stole from a coworker, and so he writes, <laughs> I, too, am a victim. Oh, victim. My coworker told me to my face that she took my personal yoga mat home, <laughs> thinking it belonged to a former coworker. I told her that she can have it if she really wanted it. She has not offered to buy me a new one or apologized yet. I, too, am a victim. Something needs to be done about these office hooligans. Mm. I'm just kidding. I love you, Deval. That from Dell. Thanks, Dell. Uh, now we have another not great one for Stevie Boy. No. Uh, let's go to this one. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Are you going to read that one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It says, chocolate. Whoa. What is Caps Lock wrong with Steve? Sounds like a criminal. This She probably wrote this from jail. Oh. He comes back from Cali and thinks he's so much better than Donna. <laughs> what he is doing by publicizing the chocolate issue is much worse than what Donna did. I think his head may be growing too big. And I guess she sees a big ego as me snitching on my criminal friends. He's been that. He's always been like this. <laughs> also, speaking of. Somebody else, Erin, sent in this uh, this great T-shirt. She said, here's a T-shirt that Steve should have. Look at that, ladies. It says, do I look like I fly economy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jason I should, wear, I should get it and wear it the next time I'm in first class. God oh. willing. Oh, my anyway. Wow, wow that one person, though, you can tell they've committed crimes and they've been snitched on before. I'm a whistleblower. I'm like Edward Snowden. You're like At Linda first, Tripp. If the show fits. Listen, 
It's easy for you to sit there and say that you don't have a poster that says, I'm Steve Patterson, I steal things. It was probably only one small one in our... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Office. Are you kidding? These are all over the place. There's at least 14. There is. <laughs> I'd yeah, give that some a, in the women's restroom. I'd give that a standing ovation. One minute per sign. There might be some in the men's room. Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening. It's the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Poor Whoopi. Oh, man. I haven't heard this yet. But immediately when I read it, I thought, oh, oh, Whoopi, I have been there, my friend. Yeah, she was. She basically said goodbye to everybody who was watching 20 minutes early. <laughs> Not two minutes, 20 minutes. Here's mm. how it went down. Next, I want to say you all have been a great audience. We love that you're watching. We want you all to have a great day. Take a little. No, no. <laughs> What it says. We got more show. We're not done. We're not, not done. done. We pre them. <laughs> Regina Hall. We're back, we're back in the groom. All right, whatever. We'll be right back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Oh, shoot. I mean, I do it every day. I'm like, uh. I'm going to go. Like, it sounded like they said somebody said something about we pre tape something. So then if your shooting can get a little bit out of order. Okay. That's that's understandable. A few years ago, I was wrapping up Twin Cities Live. We had a 3 o'clock till 4 o'clock show. And then I was doing that with Jackie Kane, a former news anchor for KSTP. And then she would have to leave during our 4 o'clock half hour when we're on from 4 to 4.30. And uh, so we, you know, then they take their mic pack off and all that because they have to go over to the newsroom and do news. So... It's 3.59, and uh, we go off at 4 o'clock hard, but I did the full thing of Jackie Kane. Thank you so much. Thanks for being by my side. Uh, hey, we have more Twin Cities Live at 4 coming right up. And then it pauses, and then the producers in my ear are like, Steve, we have a minute. And I was like, oh, hey, turns out we have one more minute, oh, even no. though I have clearly told you all that we have absolutely run out of content. And have nothing else for this final minute. Jackie put her earpiece back in, turned her mic back oh on. Oh my gosh. So I've had a moment like that where you just totally forget. And then I think it happened again sometime shortly thereafter after I laughed at myself. Oh. But yeah, I think, you know, in, in Whoopi's case, if you're pre taping things, some elements are live, the other one they're rolling tape on or something sure. like that, it'd be easy to get a little jumbled. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And, you know, sometimes you just go on autopilot, you know, and you're yes. just like, blah, 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 blah. Okay, <laughs> bye, everybody. You mm-hmm. know, and you you just forget. You're not paying attention. Poor Whoopi. 
Uh, I like that she said, okay, whatever. <laughs> I know, whatever. Yeah, whatever, who cares? <laughs> and they even, I, they mentioned Regina King. Maybe yes. she was a guest that was yes. going to be on at the end, so she totally forgot about the guest. Oh, wow. Wow. What do you do? By the way, remember she fell off her chair live oh. during the show? No, that was Joy Behar. Oh, that was Joy. I'm sorry. Okay, so. Yeah, that was Joy. But now the chairs on The View are stationary. Oh. So they're either like bolted into the, the floor or you can't move them. Oh, my gosh. So just to stay safe. What do you do? Right, Steve? We have some more emails. All right. Do you want do you want some this? Yeah, Mail I guess. First one comes from Daniel, Daniel the painter in Canada. He just says we were talking about the uh, British currency and the king's face will now be printed on them uh, in the wake of Queen Elizabeth II's passing yesterday. Hey Donna and Steve, you guys want some Canadian coins? Yeah. Not bills, Daniel the painter. That's all he said. <laughs> so I guess. Yeah, not not parting with those bills. Okay. Uh, Alan says, 14 minutes standing ovation. What a joke. I bet if humanity saved itself from world destruction, even that applause wouldn't last longer than a minute. There comes a point where applause for something turns into celebration. No one is standing and clapping for 14 minutes. At that point, if you're that moved, go celebrate. Okay. That's okay. from Alan. All right. Jeez. Yippee. People had such strong feelings about this. Yippee sends an email. Yippee. Yippee. Yeah. It says, uh, from Grace. I don't even know if that's how she starts it. From Grace. All right. I'm just surprised that Steve hasn't even apologized. He just keeps justifying throwing her under the bus. I'm sorry, Donna. I feel you. This obviously written also from a correctional facility. <laughs> Donna's oh fellow God. criminals standing oh. up with her. No, I'm going to take him down. It's just, you know, it, it's just a, a friendship no-no. That's now, I, I even just texted you, and you're not even texting me back. Did you oh, even read my last no, text? No, I did not read your last text. Just read it. I'm, I'm trying to connect with you. I'm not looking at my phone. Just read it aloud. Uh, okay. Why do you love crime? Okay. All right. Listen, Steve, you do whatever you have to do for the bit. I'll, Donna, I'll support listen, it. I'm with you. I have, I'm guilty by association. I encouraged you to find a knife, split it in two. You participated, yes. I absolutely, I was an accessory to the crime. More than that. I wasn't the mastermind. Again, you are the godfather. You're the godmother. Fine. Am I Frito? Frito Lays. What? Oh, is that a Godfather reference? I know it was you, Frito. Oh my God! (laughs) Chili cheese corn chips. Uh, You guys, it's funny. Ridiculous. All right, I have another thing here. All right. Um. Oh gosh, where did it go? No, I don't know where it went. All right, fine. This is really becoming. Can I just tell people about listener rewards? For September, because there's some good stuff, you guys. You could win a solo stove. We've got gift cards, uh, cards to Athleta. We've got Caribou, book club, restaurant. So make sure you uh, check them out. Yeah, on the app or at mytalk1071.com. Jason said you could win a solo Steve by accident. (laughs) We can do that. We can run it as a promotion. Because of you, he's calling me the Hamburglar. You know, my only disappointment is that this didn't happen during Project Down and Dirty. Because they would have been, different shows would have been forcing you to come on and take the stand. Well, we did force her to come on. 
Oh, really? She was on yes. the morning show. I was like, oh, last great. Segment. Dawn, can I ask you, uh, how did she talk about the situation, and in particular me? Did she express anger toward me on your show? A little bit. Okay. I mean, yeah. just, it wasn't a lot, but she did apologize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm shamed. <laughs> Are you ashamed or I'm, shamed? I'm ashamed oh, after geez. being shamed. Hey, I think we might have a new treatment. The Hamburglar colon and the friend who betrayed her. Oh, yeah, because we're trying to come up with a script yeah. idea for Project Down it's and Dirty. It's all about this, but way blown out of proportion. <laughs> yes. I yeah, because I said it'd be good if it was a heist. Yeah. You know, a heist feels right. like that could be fun. But Rocco had an idea last night that he sent via text message that I'm sure it won't get made. Oh, no. Why? But I really laughed at what I what he sent us. I kind of liked it, too. <laughs> I like it. Oh, boy. Yeah. It didn't, I, well, I, I'll, I'll save it. All right. I'm not going to reveal it. <laughs> I'm going to go. Dawn, hey, wait. What? No, come back at 10. I'm we have music go. news. Dawn, you're leaving.